And, and it's funny how we learn such great things through tragedy. You know, we never want a tragedy, but it's amazing what happens when a tragedy happens. My grandmother was happily married to the love of her life. She was 27 years old, had a six-year-old son, my dad. And within two days, her husband was dead. Uh, he caught typhoid fever. And back then, they didn't have a cure for it. And he was dead. And it, she was devastated. And, um, and this is where she began this question that our family uses all the time. And that's, what do I want? And some people say, well, I asked the universe what I want. And I said, well, that's good. Um, if that works for you. Uh, uh, we've always kind of looked at it as that I'm not sure the universe is in that business, but, <laughs> but the universe responds to what we want. So it, it begins as a question. My, here, my, here was my grandmother widowed at 27 and she was hot. And, you know, back then in 1913, the, the family was such a part of, uh, important part of the fabric of the, of the, of the village of this, you know, of the, of the community. There you go. That uh, people would get married, both men and women, when they would lose a spouse, they would get married rather quickly, even to someone that they ne didn't necessarily love so much as just that were kind, would good be a parent or, you know, uh, and my grandmother couldn't do that. She, she explained to me because I said, Grandmother, you're 27. You look great. I mean, why, why didn't you remarry? And she said, honey, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to marry a person when I was still in love with your grandfather, even though he was gone. I was still in love with him. And, and I didn't want to do that to another man. So I said, well, then what did you do? And she said, well, I cried a lot. And one day I asked myself, what do I want? And of course, the question was, I want my husband back. Well, that's not going to happen. So what do you want? She thought, I want to be at home with my son. Well, how are you going to do that? This is what happens within us when we ask ourselves questions. And you know, the amazing power of this, Duncan, is that it takes us out of indecision immediately. Soon as we ask ourselves what we want, the, the, it starts flowing. So she said, okay, so... I want to stay at home. How are you going to do that? And she thought, well, I like numbers. So she took a correspondence course and learned accounting. And she lived in a very small town called St. Joseph, Missouri. And she went to the shop owners there and virtually everyone knew her and said, you know, I, uh, I'm doing bookkeeping and accounting now. I'd love to help you. And to a man, they said, well, thank you, Lillian. You know, if something comes up, we'll call you. But right, you know, we've had somebody that we're really happy with. And... But those things never dissuaded her. So she thought, what do I want? I want to work for these people. How are you going to do that? Well, you know what? I'm going to talk to their wives. So she talked to the wives. of the. She's an entrepreneur. And she... Yes. And she said, you know, whenever you feel good about this, bring me the books and let me do them. And if your husband doesn't notice the difference, then just move on. Well, she ended up working at home. My dad didn't even know she had a job because she worked after he went to bed. So this is a woman in 1913 just took it by the horns and said, this is what I want. And, and so this became the philosophy. She also, the name of my novel, you know, is called Anything is Possible. And that also came from her because she absolutely believed 
that anything is possible. 